It's time to go into business for yourself. Get ready for another episode of the Franchise Academy Podcast. Education, insight, and inspiration. Here's your host, small business and franchise expert, Tom Scarda. Welcome to another episode of the Franchise Academy. My name is Tom Scarta. I'm a franchise advisor and coach. I match people with franchise opportunities based on skills and personality and goals. Kind of like the e-harmony of business is what I like to call it. And I work with folks all over the country and help them understand if franchising is right for them or not. Been doing it for 17 years. I've owned and operated my own franchises. I've had great success. I even failed in a franchise and wrote a book about it called Franchise Savvy. You can check that out on my website, thefranchiseacademy.com. And while you're there, check out my new course, which is the A to Z on how to buy a franchise. Everything you need to know about investing in a proper franchise. And you could do it on your own time. So check that out at thefranchiseacademy.com. So today, I have Seniors Helping Seniors Franchise with us, which is probably one of the most prolific franchises in America. And they are on a tear in regard to franchise recruiting. Today, I have with me Dave Wagner, who is the franchise consultant who actually helps new franchise owners move into the business. And so we're going to talk a lot about the do's and don'ts and, and the pros and cons of starting a franchise. Mike has, um, Mike, <laughs> it's his son is Mike's, but Dave, uh, who's with me today, has a um, vast experience in franchising that he's going to share. And um, he's based in Pennsylvania and um, is, is married for 37 years and has six grandchildren, which is just absolutely amazing. And been, has been with many franchises over the years, but I'm not going to kind of steal his thunder and his story. I'll let him tell you the story himself. Hey, how are you? This is so great to have you on. And I really appreciate you, Dave. Thanks for putting up with me, messing up your name. <laughs> Hi, Tom. Hey, no problem whatsoever. It's great to spend time with you. I so appreciate you thinking enough of seniors helping seniors to invite me on for a few minutes today. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, this industry is is booming, uh, and I'm so blessed to be at a part uh, in my career where I can provide some some support to the new partners uh, that are joining us. And so I come here with uh, with significant experience, leadership experience across a couple different industries throughout my career, but spent uh, eight years in the home care space where I ran an agency that uh, spread throughout the state of Pennsylvania. Uh, we grew that agency over that period of time to about seven and a half million dollars annually uh, with growth as much as a million dollars a year in the last few years there. So um, I, um, I, I learned so much from being in that business. Um, my family has benefited from uh, caregivers, from uh, agencies. And uh, so I'm just very, very fortunate uh, to have able to have been a part. And when this opportunity came available, I said, this is just perfect because I really did think about doing consulting. And then when Namrata called me, I said, this is like perfect. So I'm so happy to be here. This is such a great, uh, a great area to be in. Uh, you know, franchisees uh, can gain so much benefit by being part of a system that that is that can teach. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. Uh, there's a duplicatable process that's in place. We have tons of resources that our partners can take advantage of in order to be able to help them to grow the business without necessarily going through 
all of the challenges that a person in it running a business on their own without a system would have to deal with. Yeah. Amen to that. And that's what <laughs> franchising is all about. But if you can give us a snapshot of seniors helping seniors, what exactly is the model? Uh, seniors helping seniors model is a is a private duty home care model, and we so we provide uh, care to uh, predominantly seniors uh, in their homes or wherever their home may be. Uh, it could be an independent living facility, an assisted living facility, or in their their own home. But you've seen a trend over the past decade whereby people want to stay in their homes, and so this is this is fantastic in that we uh, can provide caregivers that can go to their home homes, provide care for them, companionship, uh, some personal care, and just assist them with continuing to maintain their dignity and their confidence as they continue to age. And so we do that, though. The difference with our model that's a brand differentiator is that we also only hire seniors to provide our care. So it's very, very unique uh, in that sense, and to my knowledge, the only brand out there that does that. And so it really does differentiate us because you create uh, opportunities for wonderful relationships that can be built uh, out of people who have the same uh, generation of understanding of things and can share stories with each other uh, that are pertinent to each of them. Uh, so against um, most industries out there today, and what I dealt with with our home care agency was we hired people from uh, across the demographic of age. Uh, and so what we came across were sometimes there were challenges with the younger caregivers building relationships with the more seniors. And so we uh, we found that to always be a challenge that we wanted to overcome. But here it's already taken care of with seniors helping seniors that that's who indeed we are looking for. And so it's um, it, it's worked out incredibly well in their growth and, and what they've uh, been able to accomplish uh, over the years they've been in business. And, and more freak, more recently, the growth has been astronomic. Yeah, it really has been. And how has all of that impacted uh, franchise development? It's actually enhanced it um, from the standpoint that, that um, you know, our our franchise partners, when they they join with us, go through a very rigorous program whereby we we uh, coach and teach them, and then we provide coaching to them uh, for a period of time after their business has launched to help them to get up and going. And so, if they stay with the the basic premise of seniors helping seniors and hiring seniors, they will definitely be able to develop in this in this age of unretirement, um, whereby. Seniors are are people who have retired are looking to get back into the workforce uh, and looking for those things like flexibility, looking to give back to something larger than themselves. And so it has enhanced our franchise development uh, in that in that it's uh, more appealing to people who are considering franchises, but also our existing franchise partners that if they stick with the model that we've helped them to develop, they can take advantage of of uh, of of that particular uh, segment as well. That's great, absolutely. And is is that like a competitive advantage? Do you think for franchise owners, you know, using seniors to help seniors? 
I believe it is, Tom. I, I referred to it earlier as a brand differentiator, but it's exactly the same thing. It's a competitive advantage. I mean, I I, lo- I love the um, you know uh, seniors at this age. They want to go ahead. They want to enjoy life more. They want to preserve their health. They want to do work that's not that, that's fun and and fulfilling to them uh, at, at this point. And so I think that um, being able to uh, to work towards uh, doing something that they truly love uh, and that they can build incredible value to is wonderful. The other part are the demographics of of this particular group. Um, you know, you have people that um, that uh, you know they already volunteer with with things in their community. They're mature. They have life experience. Um, you know, they they um, they're flexible. They're understanding. And the one thing that's really neat about about this group is that they they do what they say and they say what they do. And so, in the in this type of a business, it's a, it, it's critical to be able to make sure that we can deliver the service to our clients when at, when they indeed need it. And it's just great to have that level of communication, that implicit understanding that what you what you say and what you do are just absolutely critical to you building a uh, a, a, um, a level of trust uh, in uh, in your clients and amongst your coworkers. It's, it's uh, the last of the great generation, I think, is what we're speaking of. Um, yeah. And, and it's just really it's really neat. Yeah, it, it is really phenomenal, and it's so brilliant. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about the founder of Seniors Helping Seniors. Um, Seniors Helping Seniors were founded by Kieran and Philip Yoakum, and uh, uh, Kieran had this desire to want to uh, give back and provide care to people who needed it. Uh, her husband, Philip, uh, was in the franchise industry, and so they dis- decided to marry both of those uh, experiences together. Uh, Kieran uh, worked with Mother Teresa for 14 years, and uh, and uh, Mother Teresa named uh, their daughter Namrata, who's the president of Seniors Helping Seniors today. So it's a really neat backstory. But it is one that has has continued to to manifest itself through the organization uh, over the past twenty four years and 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 their growth. And so it's uh, it's wonderful to be able to talk about this story. But when you see it lived out every day, mm. that's what's really cool about it. So it's, it is a real neat story. I didn't know that when I first talked with them, but when Namrata shared that with me, I thought this is really cool. Yeah, it's so, it's so cool. Uh-huh. And uh, and it speaks volumes to the u- uniqueness of the business itself. You've been with the franchise a relatively short time, although in franchising a long time. Mm-hmm. But um, who do you think these days make the best franchise owners for your concept? I would say that, first of all, it's people who have a sincere desire to want to give back have most likely experienced uh, some level of, of involvement with their family in, in, uh, in uh, getting care. Uh, and the, the biggest thing that I find, uh, and this, probably, that this part probably goes across the line to all franchises, is humility. You know, you've got a, You've got an organization that's been around for a long time. We have a system that works, and I think that that's the great part about uh, franchises. Come into this. All of the coaching that's available is there for you. All of the directives that you need in order to be able to begin to lay a foundation for a strong business that will stand the test of time is is all found here. But being humble 
is one of those most important things in that, again, understand the system, be able to utilize a system, buy into the system, and you'll achieve success. We've proven that over, over now two and a half decades uh, of building successful franchise partners uh, all across the world, actually. Yeah, it is it's a, a storied franchise. I mean, there's so many different aspects to it that are so interesting to me. And, mm-hmm. and I'm sure to, to the listeners, mm-hmm. but as, as you think about um, the business itself and who or what characteristic of a personality would make a bad franchise owner? Um, I would say somebody that that is is really looking to build, in essence, what I would term a cash cow, a, a business that just simply throws off a bunch of cash and and doesn't necessarily it's it's it doesn't necessarily have a a commitment to providing mm. a high level of service uh, and care. Um, you know, if if um, if if you aren't in that position coming into this, you're going to have a difficult time. Um, having the patients, building the necessary relationships in order to be able to grow uh, the business. So I would say somebody that that um, doesn't have this sincere desire to want to service uh, and take care of people. The way that I uh, term this is, and, and the way that I coach to our the partners that I work with are to become a trusted resource. You know, yeah. to become a trusted resource takes an investment. Of, of time and energy in order to be able to, to get yourself into that point. But once you're there, you'll then experience growth probably behind your wildest imagination. Yeah. Um, we focused a lot on becoming that trusted resource because, because families don't uh, understand how to navigate the continuum of what they're putting a loved one on. And so when you can provide that, uh, it's, it's, a, it's an incredible benefit to be able to provide. But Again, you have to be able to be willing to put the effort in and the time in and the patience to be able to stick with it. And if you're looking for a, a quick turnaround, uh, that's not always going to be the case uh, in this particular franchise model. Yeah, well, thank you for saying that, because I, I try to preach that to folks that I work with is that, you know, there is, this is not a get rich quick scheme in any of these franchises. Uh, and, and if it was, when you really examine it, you wouldn't want to be involved because it's flesh in the pan here today, gone tomorrow. And and so these are businesses where you're creating, you know, not only help for people who need it, but you're creating uh, just an, a network of people that have so much wisdom and so much knowledge, and they want to share it with other people, you know, being those seniors that are in, you know, very healthy shape could help and be a companion with someone who needs, you know, a few hours a day or, or even more than that sometimes mm-hmm. uh, and just kind of be a friend. And, you know, when you talk about music and pop culture, it's their music and pop culture and not, you know, Britney Spears and Taylor Swift, which, which they might like anyway, but you know what I'm saying? They talk yes. about the old days yeah. and, and yeah. they can relate. It absolutely is. It, it, it's incredible to watch when you, when you see the two different dynamics of a, of a younger caregiver versus an, an older caregiver and the relationships that can be built, the commonalities that are in place and can be discussed. And, and you know, it works out incredibly well. I mean, a large extent of our 
client population are, are going through some sort of memory support challenge. Mm-hmm. And that that's just the fact of where things are going today. But there are so many positive things that that by helping somebody to think about old memories, help them and help them to bring some of those out. And, uh, you know, I've sat at many different functions when we had our business and saw that if music played of, of old time music, you would see them start to tap their feet or some of them would even get up and dance. And yes. so I, I think that there's such a there's such a unique um, element that takes place when you move, when you match uh, like-minded people together. And it, it's just incredible to see. And, uh, you know, our caregivers love it. I mean, we boast one of the lowest turnover rates in the industry. And that that's because our, our, our caregivers enjoy the time that they spend helping to support our clients and their families. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I've seen it myself. The music piece is just crazy amazing where people uh, who sometimes, unfortunately, they don't know what day it is. They don't, sometimes they don't recognize their relatives. It's very sad. Mm-hmm. But then when you put on a music from, you know, music from their youth, they know the words and they could sing the tune. It's just, yeah. there's something in the brain. I know there's all scientific stuff around all this and I don't know the terms, but mm-hmm. it was just am- it's amazing to see that kind of stuff. It so it's, it's really cool. On, on your, so personally speaking on your side, um, what's the best piece of advice that you ever got? Uh, in business? Um, that's a great question. Um, was to, to, to learn to gain confidence in my abilities and then be able to utilize that confidence to help me to grow no matter what, no matter what challenge. And, and that has come to fruition throughout my career. As I mentioned, I've been involved in six different industries, but I, through that, I've developed a confidence that my skill set will allow me to navigate um, many, many different elements across many, many different industries. So the idea of wanting to, to continue to, uh, after I've developed a confidence to, to, have, to have faith in myself and continue to grow and hone that skill set um, is, is one thing. Another thing I would add is continue to sharpen the saw. Um, I, I, you know, it's, we never arrive. We're always on a journey. And one of the other important things was always continue to read, learn, and, and, and be, can continue to grow, uh, as a person. And, uh, so between the fact of having confidence to be able to navigate situations, to continue to grow, uh, and also continuing to humble myself, to continue to learn, uh, those are probably two of the biggest elements of advice that I've been blessed enough to receive. You know, it's it's going inside yourself is everything that you just said there. And and it's mm-hmm. just absolutely really amazing. And that once you, you know, what's what do they say? Once you love yourself, then you can love others. But until then, <laughs> um, Amen. no, it, it's absolutely true. And, um, you know, most of probably what I went through as a young as a young person was that, that learning to love myself. Right. Uh, and so I think I think it, it it's fantastic, but it, it resides in us. Uh, and we have to take uh, this that we are offered and given and, and build it uh, and um, and do it in a way uh, that we would like to be treated by others. Uh, so the golden rule is also would be another thing that um, that is something Absolutely. that you have to in, in order to live by in order to build a successful business, be it a franchise or not. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and are there any books that you would recommend or what's your favorite book? 
Uh, let me just look over here at my bookcase. I'll see what uh, <laughs> see what we have uh, we have here. Yes, um, let's see what's up here. I just got finished. Well, well, you know the book the book that I often go back to, which I read twenty five years ago, Jim Collins, Good to Great. Good to Great, yeah. Okay, fantastic yeah. read. And it uh, it has it has has gathered carried me through several different times. Um, again, of looking looking at ways to continue to sharpen the saw and to look at things in in perhaps in ways that you never did before. Get the blinders off. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see what else is over here. Um, you said sharpen yeah, the Rick, saws. So that's yes, um, uh, Dr. Covey. Uh, yes, right. Uh -huh. That's the seventh rule and the seven habits of. Uh, yep. Yep. Looking here, we got the we got the purpose driven life by Rick Warren is a, mm -hmm. is a book that I read often. I enjoy that. It helps me to stay centered uh, mm -hmm. and grounded. Uh, and let's Good see stuff. what else do we have up here. Um, just finished a book called The Work of Leaders, um, mm -hmm. and I can't see I can't see what the title is. <laughs> <laughs> it's That's too funny. far away. But I I love I love I love leadership books. I've always read a lot of leadership books. Um, yep. to again help to distill my vision, and it helps out now from the standpoint of in the consulting realm to talk with people who who are now becoming entrepreneurs or solopreneurs yeah. uh, to be able to start to get their head wrapped around being a business owner as opposed to being an employee because there's a distinct difference and in mindset that mm. that you need to arrive at in order to be able to successful. Yeah, there's no question about that. Mm -hmm. um, it is a mind shift more than anything else as you go into business. Mm -hmm. and, and we could probably speak volumes on that, but yeah. it's, um, it's important to understand. I mean, I just got an email um, from a candidate I'd started working with about two weeks ago, then he disappeared. And um, he finally answered an email from me and said, you know, I decided not to do anything because uh, I, you know, I could make more money working my job. So I'm like, well, if, you know, I said to myself, not to him, if that's what you feel that you should definitely keep your job because you're not getting, you didn't make that mind shift into yeah. entrepreneurship or business ownership um, because there's no way you can make the same kind of money with a job that you can with a business. It's mm -hmm. not possible. It's really not possible yeah. in, in most yeah. cases, um, yeah. unless you have a job that's, you know, paying you big, big money. Mm -hmm. um, but anyway, not, not to yeah. digress. Um, what's one myth about franchising that you can bust right here, right now? Um, that, that they, they aren't, they aren't all the same. And, and so let me, let me sort of unpack that a little bit. Um, I, I had been involved, I had been involved in, 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 uh, uh, some elements of, with six different franchises over the course of my career. Uh, and they aren't all the same that there are, there are a, a lot that I've worked with that don't provide the, uh, the, the coaching the leadership, the resources that are necessary in order to uh, mm -hmm. to succeed at doing it, and so it's it's uh, it's sort of a a shell of of building a business. Uh, and so I would say that as you as you uh, assess opportunities, 
look deeply into what the support is in order to be helpful, able for you to get to where you want to go. It'll be absolutely critical in your success as you go forward. Um, and as I said, not to have to reinvent the wheel is, is an incredible uh, testament to the good franchise systems that are out there. So, you know, the, the ability and this infrastructure to support you uh, is one thing that, 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 you know, is is a myth out there that all of them are are set up to help you succeed. The other part is 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 that you you want to find something that you can truly find a love for, um, because th this is a, this is a business that while it can be wildly successful, takes a, a large commitment, uh, and it's it's a simple concept, but it's not easy. And so you need to be prepared to work and put effort in. And it needs to be something that you can find joy out of uh, as you're going about putting it together. So I guess I would say don't don't um, don't assume that all are the same. Do your investigation, do your due diligence to assessing the infrastructure that's going to help you to put the business together. Uh, and yes. um, and if you can if you can find something that helps to provide you that your odds of succeeding are significantly higher, and then you can then devote your energies to it in a way mm -hmm. that'll build that um, that uh, level for you to be able to succeed. Wow, that's great! I love that. Thank you so much. I, I just thank you for your time, Dave. That this has been just a world of golden nuggets here for the past few minutes. Um, so I appreciate your insights. I appreciate you taking out the time to uh, talk with us here on the Franchise Academy. And um, if anybody wanted to reach out to you, what's the best way to get to you? They can reach out to us at operations at seniorshelpingseniors.com. And that email goes to all of us in the headquarters office. And uh, we will go ahead and reach back out if, uh, if you have questions and make sure that we can get those answered for you. Well, thank you, Dave. Really appreciate your time again. And uh, I look forward to seeing you soon. Sounds great. Thank you, Tom. Thank you. Bye-bye. This has been another episode of the Franchise Academy Podcast. For more info, go to our website, thefranchiseacademypodcast.com. Remember to subscribe to Tom Scarta's YouTube channel for educational videos on franchising, education, insight, and inspiration.